0: Okay, Wendy. The recording is in process. Today is Friday, uh, Friday, January fifth, Wendy. Wendy, we typically get on here on Thursdays. Yes. And uh, it was kind of an anticipated podcast, especially from some Michigan fans.
1: Yes. I don't. Yes. I don't Michigan, Michigan fans really, really want to hear about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if Michigan fans just want to see you melt down. I don't see if they want to see you in like a fetal position on the floor, you know, jumping off your roof. I I, I don't know what they actually want to see. But anyway, we we were going to get on here yesterday. Wendy was not feeling good. To be honest with you, I have not been feeling good. I cannot hear out of my right ear. Um, And I only have one earbud. I will explain that later. So hopefully you can hear this. Wendy, Monday, the Alabama Crimson Tide played the Michigan Wolverines in Pasadena. Everybody loves everybody. Everybody loves football. And then the game starts. Wendy, break it down.
1: First play, he throws it to our guy. I'm like, oh, my gosh. We're going to beat the ever-living crap out of this team. It's getting started. First play, of course, he was out of bounds, but I didn't care. I was like, this is it. He threw it straight to our guy. I don't even know who he was throwing to. I was like, we've already got him rattled. Y'all, it just went downhill from there. Let me say this. All the things that you said, the fetal position, I contemplated jumping off the roof. I didn't actually do it. <laughs> fetal position absolutely happened. I, I probably made myself sick yesterday just thinking about it, which is why I couldn't get on here for all I know. But let me, let me, let me, let me say this, okay? We don't have a snapper, and I'm not trying to blame one person on a whole game. I'm really, really not, okay? Michigan, you played a fantastic. Your defense is legit, 100% legit. You guys played really well. We played really, really bad, though. And so what concerns me a little bit is we played that bad, and they still had to beat me in overtime. That's the crappiest we've looked since the Florida, since the USF game. Like, I just, nothing worked. You're telling me our receivers were never open, Trey? You're telling me our receivers never got open? It, it Offense, we looked flat. Our defense, though, played lights out. Michigan's defense played lights out, and Alabama's defense played lights out. But that snapper we've got, or the center, I feel bad for the kid. But I, I heard that I think we did 65 or 67 plays, and over half had a bad, had a bad snap. Like, I, that's insanity. Like, that's insanity. Yeah. I, I,
0: well, yeah, no, I agree with you, Wendy. And the reason I, I only have one earbud this morning, and uh, um, I'm hoping it works. Like, I hope you can hear me. I hope once this is over, it actually records the audio. Um, I have a vessel. Well, where we were at in Alabama, it was actually kind of cold. For whatever reason, right. it was cold outside. It was windy It was just one of those, you know, it wasn't like two degrees, but it was like 38, 39 degrees, but it was like this cold, dry, windy air. Had a vest on. That's the point I'm getting to. Had a vest on. Had the old ear pods in the pocket. And, you know, at the first of this game, I got a fire going in the fireplace. Everybody's hyped up. Uh, The first play of the game, we intercept the pass, and I'm so hyped up. I take the vest off, unzip the vest, and I take the vest, and I slam it on the ground. Unfortunately, I was about four inches away from the carpet that we have in the den, oh, no. directly on the hardwood, and all I hear is boom.
1: Oh, that
0: no. was the old AirPods.
1: AirPods and came out. the
0: The two boys, of Destiny are sitting there looking at, it, like, oh my gosh, did you break <laughs> up? And of course, I get them out, and I'm like, uh, no, <clears throat> no, oh no, they're not broke. <laughs> not they're broke. not broke. And so I'm squeezing them together. You know, the lights right. go off. And the right one is the only one that works. Yeah, yeah so you, not AirPods. only did we
1: lose the ball game, you lost a, a, you messed up a $300 pair of AirPods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing Michigan it. did. That's another thing Michigan did. I yeah, mean, trade... So- Listen, man. I watched the same game you watched. We had multiple opportunity to score. We had multiple opportunity to make some things happen. You got to give it to Reichard for kicking basically 60 yarders for the six points that we were managed to get. I know they weren't 60, y'all. I over-exaggerate. But, but let me give something to Michigan here. See, y'all don't know me well enough, Michigan fans. I love football. I really do love the actual sport of football. I do feel like Michigan wanted that game a little bit more. I, there felt like certain points where I just felt like Michigan's players did what they had to do to make this stuff happen. And it didn't feel like we were, and they felt more in tune. They felt more in sync. And, and like, I know there were four times I looked at mom and said, I just feel like they want this more. Do we yeah. just, do our players just think this is going to work out for us in the end? Or what, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? But-
0: Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about Michigan, and I wrote some things down. You know, when I'm watching Michigan's offense, it reminds me of watching Auburn's offense. A lot of motions, a lot of really trying to get to that edge and creating a lot of problems on the edge, where A, we're attacking the edge with a run, B, we're attacking the edge with the pass. You have a bunch of backs coming out of the backfield. You have to make really quick decisions in that area. Um, but I thought all in all the defense was playing good. Michigan got a really big penalty for a a unnecessary roughness that really stopped one of their drives early. Um, And and then, so Alabama kind of got the momentum obviously with the drop punt that, that, that Michigan has that sets us up for a score position fairly easy. We have a fumble. Um, You know, I think Michigan did everything they could do. And and this is kind of how I felt about the game. Number one, I have no idea if you watch that game, how we lost the game. Like how oh, I don't need But but, but I don't in either. the same but in the same aspect, you watch the game and you're like, I have no idea how we were even in the game.
1: In the game. I called you at halftime and I said, I feel like the score should be 35 to 10. Like I don't, I don't even know how this is a close game, how we're even still in the game. But yeah. but let me tell you when I knew it was when when it wasn't gonna work out. When we went for that drive, and at the end of the drive, I think it was the I can't remember what quarter it was. And we went for three instead of getting seven. We really needed a touchdown to put us up by two scores. And we were only able to get a field goal. I knew right then we were going to have a problem. Because you looked at this Michigan sideline. They had their crowd into it. They are jacked up. You know what I mean? We never put them out of the game. We We never even... I don't even think they even thought for one minute they were out of the game. So that mental game... We never had them mentally. We played some games. We had Georgia mentally. We absolutely had Georgia mentally towards that fourth quarter. We didn't even have these people mentally scared of us at that point. And and give it to their quarterback for Michigan. Making stuff happen, man. It's what he did. We couldn't make things happen when it mattered. We couldn't get first downs when it mattered. We couldn't
0: do it. Yeah, and you go back to Alabama, number one, and and what Michigan – Michigan, this is a culmination, and I'm sure if you're a Michigan fan, you 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 can speak on it a lot better than obviously we could. But this is a culmination of a lot of heartbreak, a lot of getting to this point and not getting over this the semifinal game, not getting over the Ohio State. Well, they start getting over the Ohio State stuff, then they then they kind of have a problem with. um, Then they they have a problem. Yeah, well, they have a problem in the semifinals because I mean Georgia ran them off the coast of Miami. Hold on, my dog has got the only squeaky toy we have in this house. Come here, come here, 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 take that
1: oh bailey
0: yeah sorry but 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 then, then they have a problem with t c u and now they're coming back and they're playing another semifinal game, so this has been in their head for several years of trying to get over this hump when yeah. you knew all hands were going to be on deck. Michigan had some really good athletes, we knew they did, but then they just finally got over the hump, and I 'll say this 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 Michigan team is kind of built like a Georgia, um, yeah. you know, a Georgia, some of these really, really, really good teams, um, mm-hmm. and it was going to be hard, it was going to be hard to stop them, because I think Alabama's team has had to be built for a little bit more of the spread, Yeah, we have smaller linebackers now, yes. we have a little bit smaller of a team than we did 10 years ago, 10 years yep. ago, I think we would have handled this fine, we, would have, we had some bigger guys, we kind of went to more needing some people to run around a little bit and that hurt us in this game i mean you got michigan's offensive line coming out and it looks like there's 12 people on the offensive line 100%. i mean it was like where are the, it looks like there's 12 people blocking yep. on the line but, so anyway
1: listen for, for nick but, I don't think we did enough to wear out their defense, I meaning I know you and I talked multiple times. Why aren't we spreading their defense out? Like we're, we're three and out, three and out, three and out. Why aren't we spread? If we're going to be three and out anyway, right, if we're going to be three and out, let's spread their defense out. Let's wear them out. See, our yeah. defense had to be on the field more. We were worn yeah. out towards the end. Michigan's coming in here fresh. And let me say this about the coach. Let me say this. I don't like your coach, but I know you do, meaning his players love him. His players want to win for him, right? Just because I don't like your coach and the, and the rest of the country do not particularly like him doesn't mean that those – you know, forty-two guys on that team, or how many? They loved the guy, and you could see, in my opinion, them playing for their coach. I just felt this energy from them and their players, man, and it just didn't feel like we had it. Felt like to me, we we bought into some of that rat poison that we were just going to figure out a way to get it at the end. You know yeah, what
0: I mean? Yeah, probably totally would. And, and listen, and listen, I'll say this: Saban and our team. We did everything that we could do to win that game. Our coaches, Honestly, I think, center. put our players players in the position to win the game. And here's the point about the center. This McLaughlin guy, listen, man, he's out there trying. It's not like this guy's out there trying to do harm. It is a little shocking that it's this late in the season and it's still going on and it's still a problem. I'm just, what I don't understand about the snapping, let's get to the snapper for Alabama. What I don't understand is if this clap has been a problem all year, if McLaughlin's hearing stuff that's really not there, if he is hearing stuff that they're trying to mess us up on, why have we not changed that? Why is right. Big Saban not gone to the guy and been like, look, we're going to go on a silent count. We're going to change up the way we do this. Right. We're going to fix this problem. If, you, if you're having to call out a defense, if you're having to snap the ball, if you're having to do a bunch of stuff and hear a clap, let's take that part out of it. Right. So, so you can concentrate on everything that you're trying to do and get a better snap. Or how about putting putting the guy up under center? So, so I blame the coaches a little bit on this. I, I, I don't know. It, it's just part of what happened. I think Milrow. I wrote this down. Milrow was jumping out of his skin a little bit. And what yes. I mean by jumping out of your skin, if you see a player and they lose their footing a lot, it's almost like their mind's working harder than their body's working. They're not in right. tune with their mind and their body. I think that comes from excitement. It's a huge football game, a lot of expectations on the Milro guy. I, I thought he played decent, but I really thought he was way too hyped up. Way yep. too hyped up for the game, and, and I just don't think Tommy Reese gave him a way to settle down. I, I don't think he ever let Milrose settle down by giving him some easy passes, letting him, let, letting us run the ball, not him run the ball, let us run the ball. So, all in all, Michigan came back and what a, what an epic game it was, and Michigan ends up epic it. game. And, and when it goes to overtime, I knew it was a problem because we could we really couldn't stop them. I mean, if we yep. had a long field. We, yes. we had a better shot of stopping them. But once you shorten the field up for them, I mean, they have people wide open all the time down low. And what I mean yeah. by down low is down low into the red zone. Yeah. It's going to be a major problem. Maybe get a turnover, get lucky and win the game. But Michigan comes out on top, Wendy, and yeah. you have anything else to add to the game?
1: You know, nothing. I did like some of our adjustment, though. After the second half, we 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 played really well in the third quarter. If you just go back and watch the third quarter, we were able to keep them with a long field. Like you said, when I called you going into overtime and you said what you said about, hey, we've not been able to beat them on a short field. This is going to be a problem. I knew right then. I I think I'm with you a little bit on the coaching, but, you know, something because I know we're kind of wrapping up towards the end of this year. Something, though, you're going to have to start realizing is these guys are getting paid now. This has become very almost semi-pro-ish, right? So, like, this idea, they're not getting paid, they're still kids, they got mamas and daddies. When you're getting paid, you know, $6 million to snap a ball, we're done. Like, I'm done. I'm done with this idea. We can't talk about players anymore. We're going to be paying guys the amount of money now that they're getting paid in college, then I'm not worried about their mamas, and I'm certainly not worried that they're 19 years old. You're getting a big old fat paycheck and a free education. So I want to really steer away from that because you start paying these players, then I can talk about you the same way I talk about the NFL players when they play crappy. So I get what you're saying, but the snapper had a phenomenally bad game. Multiple times he put us in some really hard situations that our quarterback – Couldn't get us out of, right? This happened at Auburn, Trey. This happened at Auburn. It just happened to be our day. This wasn't our day. So I'm glad the kid's transferred. I I hate it for him. (laughs) I hate it for him. But I'm glad he's transferred. But the only thing I want to mention this to you, too, is he was our center last year for half of the year and never had this this issue. He had a different quarterback. But he didn't have this issue. So I don't well, know. Maybe there's something to that rhythm and cadence that you're talking about that, you know, because you know a little bit more about the playing of football than I do. But listen, at the end of the day, man, we lost the game. I hope Michigan loses every other game they play in. I'm still not a Harbo or Michigan fan. Um, so, yeah, I hope you lose the national championship and I hope you lose every other game you ever play in. I hope your mom cries. That's what I hope. I don't want Michigan to ever win another game. After they beat me, i say the same thing about all these fans. I don't want nothing to do with you when you beat me.
0: I got you. I got you. You know, and I'm talking to other people, a lot of people on Tommy Reese, the Alabama offensive coordinator, not happy with him whatsoever. Um, A lot, you know, a lot of people disappointed in in the way this game was really handled on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, But, hey, listen, great year. You know, I know it's cachet to say Saban got as much as he could out of this team. I really do think Saban got as much as he could out of this team. I mean, sometimes when you're putting the puzzle together, I mean, there's only so many pieces that you have and you got to make them work. I think he did a great job doing it. I tell you what, it was a lot of fun watching this team this year. Yeah, you know, I wish they, we could add one more game to play, but um hey, proud of the guys, roll tide. And let's get to it, Wendy. Michigan, Washington. Ah, Washington, Michigan, Washington Hey Hey, Washington ends up beating Texas in a crazy game. Washington really controlled the game. It was almost a game like it was advertised. They kept scoring back and forth, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. They really couldn't stop Washington. This Penix Jr. guy, like I told you, can sling a football. Yeah. So at some you're point right. you'll listen to me. But the guy the guy can swing a football, and I will tell you this. I think this guy can read a defense, and I think he gets his team in the best opportunity to, to have a good play every play. I think right. 99% of Washington's plays are the best play they can be running on that, when that ball is snapped. Alabama, I don't think that is the case. I think Alabama is hamstrung with the play is what the play is they might could change it from the sidelines. But besides that, you're going to have to run this play really no matter with what defense right. is about to be called. And I think that's the big difference in Penix Jr. Penix Jr. is going to be able to change some coverages, change some way that things are going. And 90, I know I said 99%, but 95% of the time when the ball snapped, he's running the right play. Whether it works yeah. or not, it, 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 it doesn't matter. But uh, Washington ends up beating Texas. One thing I did notice about that game, Wendy, and that Texas game, dude, these Texas players, they blast you. I mean I know Texas, I know Texas lost the game, but you're watching this right. game, and I mean when you called the ball Texas blasted. Yeah.
1: I'm surprised uh, three or four people did not die in that game. Like, cause these Washington players look so small compared. And I mean, I'm just sitting there like, I cover my eyes. I'd be like, is that kid gonna get up? Like, but Trey, you're you've been right about this Washington quarterback from the jump. I will remind everybody, he's about 35 to 40 years old. I think he's been in college football for about seven years. So, Trey, when he played for seven years, it's probably easier to read this stuff. But listen, I'm glad he had his moment. I I, I wanted Washington to win, thinking we were going to be playing Washington. But listen, I don't know what happened the, the last four or five play calls with Sarkeesian. That that part of the game kind of I don't know, that felt weird, but I felt like Washington had a handle on the game almost the whole entire time. I thought it was a great game. I didn't think it was as gritty as Alabama. You know, Alabama-Michigan with a little bit more defense. You know what I mean? There's a lot more slinging. But you got to give it to Ewers, too. He played a great game. Texas played really well. But played a good game and Texas
0: had a chance to win it late and just didn't win the game. Washington's going, oh, let's get to it, Winnie, because i got to get to work. Hopefully get my right ear unstopped. We have the Michigan Wolverines playing the Washington Huskies on Monday night. I doubt we're going to get on here and do a score prediction. There's no SEC team in it. We will get back on here hopefully next Thursday to wrap everything up. I think we're going to have Nacho get back on here. Maybe mom will get back on here. Yep. Um, to wrap the season up, Winnie, what's up with uh, Michigan, Washington? What's going to happen?
1: I'm pulling for Washington. I like this 35 year old quarterback, and I don't want Michigan to win. But let me tell you, I think Washington's actually going to win. I-, I know that Michigan's defense is elite, and it is. I-, I give them mad credit. But dude, this guy, like Trey said, this guy's got it locked in. This Washington quarterback, he's locked in. He's got all these weapons. He knows how to use his weapons. He sees the field. I think better than McCarthy does. The other quarterback. I mean, I think it'll be close kind of right there at the beginning, but I just see Washington pulling away with it. I just think this quarterback is too electric, and I think he has too many weapons, meaning he's got a lot of different places he can go with this ball. So yeah. I, I'm I'm pulling for Washington. I do think Michigan's defense is going to be a problem for them. But if they can handle Texas's defense, I think they'll be able to handle Wash. I mean, Michigan. You know? yeah, and, uh,
0: yeah, and that's a good point. And I think I think the emotional side of this, because we're not technical people. I mean, yeah, we know kind of what's going on, but, but there's a lot going on in these games. But let's talk about the emotional part of it. Michigan yeah. literally thought they had won the national championship when they beat Alabama. Winnie, we yeah. have seen it many times in the SEC and throughout how, how good Alabama's been over the years. A team does beat Alabama yeah. in the next week. They don't play as good. Right. Uh, Michigan has got a short schedule to get back to the national championship game. I think it is assumed they're going to come out and be ready to play. Uh, Washington seems like this is like where they thought they would be, that yeah. there's some unfinished business. You know, they were excited about the win, but it didn't seem like they had kind of completed the mission. Right. So the, the emotional part of this, how quick Michigan can you belt back and be ready to play a football game? And Washington, can you come out with that intensity early and maybe jump on top of Michigan early and get them in a bind, uh, which Alabama was not able to do. That's right. But um, th- that's something I'm going to look for in the game, Woody. I like Washington too. Uh, Washington seems like the right story this year. That they, yeah. you know, they they just have done every test they've had. They've won. And um, I'll say this: realistically, the two best teams are probably playing in this thing. I mean yep. that's probably that's really the answer Michigan and Washington and as football fans that's really what we want we want yep. the best two teams playing in the thing, and, and probably realistically, they are. I know Georgia fans that might be watching this. I was,
1: was going to say, I feel like Georgia could probably have beaten all four of us. I re- well, so, listen, what? y'all might not like that, Alabama fans that are listening. But, honest to God, I think Georgia could have beat all four teams in there, and I hate that Georgia got pushed out. I really do. I really well, do. That yeah,
0: I, yeah, but but I don't but, I, but but I don't feel bad about Georgia. Georgia had a chance to beat Alabama, and they didn't. Really? I mean, do it. Listen. Georgia beat anybody out there? Sure they could. Yeah. That, that was That's known from the first snap of the game in August You're or right. September. I mean, my God, Georgia's the, yeah. one of the best teams in the country. Sure they could beat any one of these teams, but they didn't right. beat Alabama when they had to beat Alabama. Beat Alabama. I don't feel sorry that's for them. Oh, you blew out Florida State that had three players. Listen, that's what I would expect from Georgia. Georgia's yeah. got a proud program. Ge- Kirby Sports got his team going, and next year you'll have plenty of opportunity to do it. And I think yep. Georgia could beat either one of these two teams. Well, congratulations! Yep. You didn't beat Alabama when you had a chance. So I, 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 right. I'm just I'm, I'm not well. Whatever, Georgia. Yeah, you got a good team. But anyway, the best two teams are playing. How this qualified? The best two teams are playing. Michigan and Washington. I will be pulling for Washington, yep. and I will be watching. I think it's two of the best teams. I've got Washington probably winning the game. I think you know the, the game probably comes down to twenty eight to twenty one, twenty eight to twenty four. Um, and, uh, you know, if it opens up a little bit, it could get into the 30 range. But I like, I like Washington 20, let's just call Washington 30, Michigan 26.
1: I'm going 35, Washington 28, 28, Michigan. I, and, and here's the thing, going back to what you've said, I when you say they've had to do everything this year, they have. I mean, they, got, they beat Oregon. Let's talk about how they beat Oregon. And they still... But the first time they beat him, but everybody was like, well, because remember the play calling was so bad from Dan Lanning at Oregon. We were all just like, what? He would not kick a field goal. It was really weird. So he kind of blamed it on that. Then they kind of wrap around in their championship game, right? Nobody was picking Washington to win. I mean nobody. When you say they've done everything, I think they're the Cinderella story this year. It's hard for me to see a Cinderella story when your coach has been suspended twice. But for Washington and their 35-year-old quarterback, I can see a Cinderella story. There. You know what I mean? And honestly, being a woman, loving this sport, I'm with you. I feel like Washington's done everything they need to do to win this thing, and I like that Washington coach. So I'm going for Washington. So we'll see right, how it me, works. All
0: right, to all the Michigan fans out there, we appreciate all the reaction yeah. on our videos. Yeah. I think people get a kick out of it. What, what do you mean, think?
1: Do. I mean, yeah, I, I love. Listen. Listen, y'all, I'm one of a bunch of siblings. Like, it's so hard to hurt my feelings at this point. But listen, it's fun, and I've said it till I'm blue in the face. If we all rooted for the same team, college football would be boring. So let's go college football. Let's see who wins this thing.
0: All right. I love you, Wendy. I hope you have a good love day. You. I'll talk to you a We'll be back on here next Thursday. I love you.
1: Love you. Roll side. Bye, guys.
0: All right. Roll, roll Tide. Bye.